Welcome to B2B Writing Success, the podcast on building a thriving business as a business-to-business writer or copywriter. B2B Writing Success is brought to you by American Writers and Artists, Inc. Now here's your host, copywriting expert and business coach, Steve Slonwhite. Hello, fellow B2B writers and copywriters. I hope you had a great week with your business. This week, I want to talk to you about uh, creating a buyer persona to use when you're writing copy for your B2B client, because sometimes the client doesn't have one and you need to create one yourself. Now, what is a buyer persona? A buyer persona is simply a profile of your client's target audience. And in fact, you might have two or three different buyer personas for a, uh, a particular client because a client may sell to two, three, four very distinct groups. Um, to give you an example, I worked with a client not that long ago who sold to lawyers and to teachers with the same product believe it or not. <laughs> okay, so um, sometimes you can have very different target audiences, but it's important to have a buyer persona for each one. Uh, let me give you a, a very typical example. Let's say that your client was a forklift manufacturer, and you ask them if they had a buyer persona for their target audience, and they say, yeah, we have a buyer persona called Mary the Warehouse Operations Director. And you look at that persona and you see there's a bullet list of characteristics about Mary. So by the time you read this short bullet list, you got a pretty clear picture of who Mary is, Mary the Warehouse Operations Director, what she's up against, what she likes, what she doesn't like, what her challenges, needs, and interests are. Uh, Some buyer personas even have a representative picture of the person as well. So you really get a sense you know them. And when you get a sense that you know them, you know what makes them tick, and you have that buyer persona in front of you, it just makes writing the copy or or content so much easier, so much faster, because you can quickly figure out what you need to say and and how to say it. And in fact, not only will you write copy and content faster, you'll write it better too, because it's tailored to that target audience's needs, interests, and challenges that much better. Okay, that's why you want to have a buyer persona in front of you. Uh, let me put it this way. What would you, um, who would you have a better chance of persuading to try a new restaurant? Would you have a better chance of persuading a friend or a stranger? Well, chances are you'd probably have a better chance of persuading a friend. And why would you? Simply because you know your friend. You know what they like and don't like about restaurants. You, and you can more quickly and accurately figure out what you need to say to persuade them to try that new restaurant. That's, that's the same principle with a buyer persona. A buyer persona gives you a similar advantage, similar information. Uh, you get a sense that you know the person you're trying to connect with, with your copy or your content, and you're able to do so that much more effectively. Now, here's the thing. Not every client you write for will have buyer personas. You might get a client, for example, that says, uh, our prospects are accountants. Well, what do you know about accountants? Well, they're numbers people. (laughs) That's all they tell you. Well, what do you do? Is that enough to go on? No. What you need to do is you need to create your own buyer persona for your client's audience, even if it's just for your own use. And that's not really that complicated. And I'm going to give you three strategies you can use where you can very quickly create 
a buyer persona. Before you do that, let me give you the format of a typical buyer persona. There's lots of different types of buyer personas. I've seen buyer personas that were 10-page research papers. Now, I've seen other buyer personas that were no more than a quarter page with a picture and some text next to it. So a typical buyer persona, and I think the most practical buyer persona, will, number one, have the persona's name and title. So you'll have Mary, the warehouse operations director, or Mark, the marketing manager, or Sam, the small business owner, or something like that. You'll, you'll give them a name, a proper name. You'll give them a title. And then next to that or below that title, you'll have a short bullet list of their characteristics, especially the characteristics as it relates to your client's product or service. And that bullet list can be anywhere from half a page to a page long. I don't think you need to go longer than a page to get a pretty clear picture of who that person is and who that target audience is. So that's a simple buyer persona. It'll have uh, a title, mark the marketing manager, and a a bullet list of characteristics of Mark and, and what he's all about and what he's up against and what his challenges are and what his interests are and... And what are some of the reasons why he would buy your client's product? And what are some of the reasons why he wouldn't buy your client's product? That kind of of profile information. So you can really picture who they are. So that's the format of a typical buyer persona, one that's very easy for you to create. Now, where do you get the profile information? Where do you get the information to create those bullets? (laughs) Well, let me give you some tips on how to do that. I got, uh, there's three things that I do that work very well and it'll help you create a profile fairly quickly. So the first thing I do is I talk to my client. During the initial project discussion I have with a client, I will say something like, okay, Mr. Client, now let's talk about the target audience. I'd like to learn more about the target audience. May I ask you some questions about your target audience? And of course the client will say, yes, of course. And then what you do is you ask some questions, open questions, about the target audience so the client can give you their insights. And trust me, they'll have pretty strong opinions on who their audience is and what they're all about and what makes them tick. So your client can be a great source of information, so ask them. You want to ask about the job title of the target audience. What, What job title or job titles do they tend to have? Are they marketing managers, marketing directors, marketing VPs? You know, what are their job titles? You want to ask about challenges. What challenges does the, uh, does the target audience face? I mean, what keeps them up at night? What problems are they trying to solve? What's a real worry for them? What are their pain points? What are their challenges? What are they trying to accomplish that they're, they're struggling to accomplish? You want to ask questions around that. You also want to ask questions around what prompts the target audience to buy your client's product or service. And I'll, I'll just say that. I'll say, you know, what, are, what prompts them to become initially interested in your product, Mr. Client? You know, what, what prompts them to decide to take the first step? Why do they become interested? And you can get some great insights there. Also, you want to find out what current issues and, and concerns are top of mind for the target audience. I mean, what are they thinking about these days today? Is there an industry issue that's top of mind for them? Is there something that's happened that's top of mind for them? 
because that's great information to have in the profile. You might be able to use that in the copy and content that you're writing. You want to find out some personal information as well. General information, of course, like generally what education level is the target audience at? Do they tend to have college or university degrees? Or they tend to have skilled um, uh, credentials? Are they credential professionals like dentists? Or are they, they skilled tradespeople who have, who have migrated into management? Uh, something like that. You want to find out what their educational background is. Um, you, you want to find out sometimes little details like how they find out product information, how they research products and services. Are they mainly on their mobile device? Do they research it that way? Do they like attending trade shows and finding out about information that way? How do they find out about products and services, especially your client's product or service? And you want to find out what kind of, what kind of uh, how they make decisions. Are they the sole decision makers when it comes to buying uh, your client's type of product or service? Or do they, or do they need to get their um, major buying decisions approved by someone else, by partners, by higher-ups in the company? Okay, you want to find out that. You also want to find out, and a really great question to ask is your client, Mr. Client, what would possibly dissuade your target audience from buying from you? What are their objections? What, what, what stands in their way? Or, or what makes them decide not to buy from you? Ask questions around that topic because you can get, so, again, some really good insights into why the target audience may not want to buy from your clients. And therefore, you can uh, address that in your copy. So this is the kind of information that you want to find out. And when you have answers to these questions, and believe me, your client's going to be talking a lot about it, so take a lot of notes, um, you can get a lot of great insights that you can use in that bullet list in your own buyer uh, persona. Now, your client isn't the only person you should talk to. Another great source of information into the target audience is your client's sales staff. I mean, after all, um, your client's salespeople talk to their prospects and customers every day. They know these people. They probably know them better than your client knows them, okay? Um, so I always ask new clients if I can speak to one of their sales reps. And spending five or ten minutes on the phone with one of your client's sales reps and asking the, the same type of questions you've asked your client is going to give you a wealth of information, I promise. You're going to get insights from the sales rep that you wouldn't get anywhere else, simply because salespeople have to talk to and persuade this target audience every day. They know how to do it. They can sometimes even give you lines of copy that they use uh, that you can use in, 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 your, uh, in the marketing materials that you're writing. <laughs> okay? they, can, they know how to say things and what to say and how to put things to their uh, prospects and clients that motivate them to buy. And you can use that information in your copy. It's golden, it really is. So always do that. Try to talk to a client salesperson. And the third uh, source of great information when creating a buyer profile or buyer persona is association websites. Now, just about every profession, every trade group, every type of of a uh, business-to-business buyer will have a trade association. Accountants have a professional association. 
um, you know, uh, lawyers, realtors, human resource managers, marketing directors, uh, IT people. Everybody has professional associations that represent them, that they belong to, or at least that, are, that, that represent their needs. To give you an example, I had a client a couple years ago, and their target audience was um, independent health food retailers. So people who owned health food stores that were independent, they didn't, they didn't, they weren't part of a chain. And sure enough, I did some research on Google and they had their own trade association. And I was able to go on that trade association website and find out all about independent health food retailers and who they are and what they're like and uh, what their challenges are and what they're up against. And, and I really got to know them. I was able to very, very quickly, I mean, in less than a half an hour, build a pretty accurate buyer persona of the independent health food retailer because my client didn't have one. <laughs> okay, so check out associations. They could be a wealth of information. Um, and when you're checking out an association website, uh, find the events page or the comp- if they have an annual conference, the annual conference page. And what you'll find there, if, you, if they have an annual conference and you can click on it and there's still some information available on that conference, you can scroll down and see what the session topics are of the conference. Because often the session topics will mirror uh, what is top of mind for that target audience these days. Uh, the same thing with other events and seminars and workshops that the association may be producing. So uh, these, these topics really give you a lot of insights into uh, the challenges, needs, and interests of that target audience. For example, if your client sells to real estate agents and they don't have a buyer persona, uh, you can go to the National Association of Realtors website and poke around there and find out all about realtors. And if you can also find out about their national conference. And you'll notice on their national conference, one of the hot topics is social media marketing. So realtors are really interested in how to do social media better so they can get more listings. So you know that's a hot topic for them. You know that's top of mind for them. You found that out by visiting their professional association and noticing that's one of the topics that the association is helping them with. So association websites are great. So those are the three things you need to do to create a profile, at least get the information for the profile. You need to talk to your client, interview them, if possible, talk to one of your client's salespeople and also check out the professional or trade association of the target audience. So do those three things and you can very quickly create a, a very accurate uh, buyer persona. And when you have a buyer persona created, it's going to help you write copy and content for your B2B clients so much faster. And the copy and content you do, to, do create is going to be so much faster better because it's tailored specifically and accurately to that target audience. So I hope that helps you on the topic of creating a buyer persona. And would you do me a favor? If you have any topic suggestions or ideas or feedback on this podcast, shoot me an email. You can reach me at steve at steveslonwhite.com. I'd be delighted to hear from you. And for past episodes of this podcast, you can go to uh, www b2bwritingsuccess.com, or you can subscribe on iTunes. So I'm Steve Slomwhite. Until next week, have a great week with your B2B writing or copywriting business. 
We hope you enjoyed this edition of B2B Writing Success with Steve Slonwhite. For more tips on building a thriving B2B writing business, visit www.b2bwritingsuccess.com.